The Sport Industry Access Podcast, Episode 25. What core skills do you need to be a boxing trainer? episode of the Sport Industry Access Podcast. I am your host, Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you a special guest who will inspire and encourage you to be the best you can be in your profession, especially if you have an interest in pursuing a career in coaching in any sport and in any level. I hope today's interview can be useful to you with regards to your interests and needs. Now, getting back to today's show, this week's special guest is Alwyn Belcher. Alwyn is a retired elite boxer, but he is most recognised for his contribution as a boxing trainer, where he's coached so many talented amateur and professional boxers in the United Kingdom, such as Amil Khan and even the two-time gold medal winner, Nicola Adams. To have Alwyn on the show is such a privilege. That's when today's episode, Alwyn will share his career journey and explain the core skills you need to be a boxing coach. Alwyn, it's a privilege to have you on the show. Please can you share your boxing career journey to the listeners? When did it all start? When did it start? As a coach or? As a a coach or a boxer? Both. Both. Your whole whole career, Alwyn? All my whole career. Well, I got my first pair of boxing gloves in 1941. Wow. And... My uncle was a boxer in the army, and every time he came on leave, we used to put the gloves on. I was six years old, and we used to have a little spa, and that's where it all started. So, in regards to what you're doing now, can you explain to the listeners what you do? I coach. I coach at national level, international level. Did it start in the UK? It did, yes. Yeah. Um, It started when I was first invited... uh, to Wentworth Woodhouse to work on a, a, a well, to uh, supply the equipment for the England boxing team uh, and the, for uh, the 78 Commonwealth Games and then the uh, 1980 Moscow Games, Olympics. Oh, well, so you mainly focus in the more amateur boxing in regards to the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I first started boxing myself in uh, around about 1950. Oh gosh, so could you explain your record looking back now? Yeah, <laughs> I boxed with the Steel Pigeon Tourses and it was a very, very good club in Rotherham. They were Eddie Barraclough, uh, Colin Harrison, Terry Girdleston, all top class, and then they went pro professional and good careers. Yeah, and Terry, I mean, Eddie boxed Walter McGowan, Frankie Jones, Jackie Brown, Alan Rookkin, Johnny Colwell, you name them, Eddie boxed them. You know, only that type of boxer. Very, very, and he never just hit the eye spot. But what I, and he died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Just touching back on your uh, training career, could you explain some of the boxers you've trained in regards to how you've seen their careers developed as an amateur into professional? Well, yeah. I mean, the the the, the latest one really is uh, Anthony Crawler. You know, I coached Anthony at um, Upwood Hall in Manchester for a couple of years, 
he won the ABA title as well he was there. And what a lovely, lovely lad he is. He's, he's one of the nicest boys I've ever met in boxing. Darren Barker's another one from Repton. Uh, took him abroad a few times on his first international. He got the gold medal. And uh, what, a lo- what lovely lads they are. Just looking at boxing overall, how have you seen the sport grown? Oh, it's grown immensely. I, I mean, when, when in the 50s, there were 100,000 amateur boxers. And then it dropped off. And it dropped down to about 6,000. But now it's on, it's on the pickup. Uh, the funding, has, it's been colossal for them. It, it really has, you know, turned it on. They the can train as professionals. There's no winter work. There's no, the rowers uh, doing the practice on Tinsley Canal and the, the boxers coming out of the pit and then uh, turning up to box. Them days have gone. Yeah, the, the, the elite boxer, he is the elite. He trains as a professional. With regards to a boxer's mentality, what core skills do they need in regards to making it a living and a career? They need all the skills. All the skills. Because if they haven't got all the skills, they'll be found out. You know, they need the defensive skills, they need the foot movement, they need the hand speed the thought, otherwise they'll not make the top. They'll not just, just do it on power and strength. It's a thinking game. Just talking about the thinking game, is boxing now more physical or when you're in the ring, is it more of a mental battle when you're against that opponent? Well, if you, if you saw some of the bouts in the 50s and 60s, when they just stood and they slogged and it was toe-to-toe, now it's a thinking game. It's more a bit of, bit of fencing. Bit of chess, that kind of thing. So, like making tactical moves. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Just re- relating back to your actual career as a boxing trainer, and it sort of relates to today's main topic. What core skills do you need to be a boxing trainer? Well, I'll start with the feet. Control the feet. Control the fight. Sounds sounds yeah, good to me. Yeah, that's 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 the way. Yeah, and then take everything, build everything from the feet. Punch from, punch, punch from the rhythm of the feet. You get the balance. If you've got foot balance, your feet are balanced, then you've got it. They can't hit you, they can't beat you. Just touching back of your career as a trainer, what is the biggest lesson you've learned from boxing as a sport looking back now? In, in what way? Uh, your personal development in, in a trainer. What have you seen grow? in regards to your personal development as a trainer? I'm still learning. I think you want, I'm still learning. I, right. see, th- I see things, I see, th- I see people moving, walking, and I think, I can use that. Yeah, I, I use the, you've seen me with the balls, you know, the, the sports balls, and I, and I get rotation from them. And, and all that. A little bit of rope, footwork, all that, and I still learn. I think there's an important point. I'm, as I said to you before the show, you're always learning all the time. Just relating to current young trainers, what advice would you give them? To keep learning. Don't, don't ever think you've arrived. Learn. And, and progress. And just quickly, relating to the Olympics we spoke about before the show, 
Have you seen that grown in boxing as well? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, the interest in the, in the Olympics now is immense to what it was. You used to, see it in, you used to get the reports in the local paper. Now it's on television almost 24 hours a day when the Olympics are on. And the interest, it's immense. And, and why not? The, the, um, the participants, everyone's a film star. Nicola's a film star, Nicola Adams. And the bigger the occasion, the better she is. You know? Just in regards to the actual training in like a gym, how do you provide that experience for your boxers to get ready for those big occasions, like the Olympics or like a world champion fight? How, as a trainer, do you go, right, this is what you need to do to be prepared for such a big occasion? Well, it is, it is the big occasion. It, 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 the Olympics are the big one. I mean, you can win a world championship and no one knows you, but win an Olympic gold medal, everybody knows you. And you have to prepare them for that. Yeah, you have to tunnel vision. Tunnel vision, that's going to be me. The gold medal, that's mine. They've got to take that gold medal away from me, you know. And imagine that you've got that gold medal and they're going to try and take it away from you. Just on a personal note, what do you enjoy the most from your career? Mine, the most enjoying thing is seeing people develop. You know, and people say, oh, they'll never make it, they'll never make it, she'll never make it, and they get there. And they get there. And one of the, um, Clinton Woods, no, when Clinton was 15, 16, nobody thought Clinton would ever become a world champion. But through dedication, through getting there, and working, and working, and that dedication, that's how we got there. And good luck to Clinton. I think you're absolutely right. Dedication's a key point. I'm learning through this sort of podcast journey. And I feel like we're at a great stage of the interview where I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. What advice would you give to university students who are unsure what they want to do after they graduate? So how do they cope with the big, wide world ahead of them? Never give up. Give everything. Give everything 100%. Like my grandson. That's 24-year-old. He's got his A-level. UEFA. A-level. Coaching badge. 24 years old. And that's through dedication. And he... You can go in his, his room and he's working. He's got, he's got the videos on and he's analysing. And they were telling me that last week he used a formation in his game that Pep, what they call him, the Liverpool oh, manager, clocks. Man, he used that the week after. <laughs> you know, and be up to date. Yeah, up to date. New methods. And stay there and always progress you know you've never got there you've never arrived there's always something new oh and that is where i couldn't agree with you more in that and i really do hope the listeners take that on board oh and it's an absolute privilege interviewing you today i've known we've known each other for a couple of years and you've inspired me and i'm i'm always learning off you but in regards to this episode thank you so much for being on the show it's been thank a pleasure you. cheers thank, thank you. you very much what a really insightful and inspiring interview by Owen, and I really do hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. 
The biggest lesson I've learned from this interview was how boxing has grown. Compared to Alwyn's days as an amateur boxer, to see where the sport has developed now is just remarkable. And just to hear it from a coach's perspective like Alwyn, it's just so great to hear. Because I feel like it's this side of sport we don't hear that often. But most of all, I really do hope you took on board Alwyn's pieces of advice with regards to coaching, not just boxing, but any type of coaching in any sport, because it's so applicable. Most of all, in coaching, age doesn't matter. Alwyn is over 80 years old, and it amazes me whenever I talk to him or even speak to him in person, he's always got a smile on his face because he's passionate in what he does. He has a, he has a real drive in really helping others, especially people who are putting on some gloves, getting in that ring. So from that, I really do hope you take on boards his pieces of advice because if you want to get into coaching, by having this type of mentality, you will go far. Now, as always, at the end of each interview, I like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Alwyn said, keep learning and don't ever think you've arrived. Learn and progress. Progress.